Welcome to Whispers of Resilience, our MS Stories podcast, where Justine Martin, the Queen of Resilience, sits down with each incredible author featured in this highly anticipated anthology. In this captivating series, we delve into the depths of each author's chapter, exploring the hows and whys behind their desire to share their experiences with multiple sclerosis. Prepare to be inspired as these courageous souls recount their triumphs, their challenges and the resilience that fuels their spirits. Welcome back, listeners, to Whispers of Resilience, our MS stories. Today, I've got with me one of our male authors, and there was only a few in the book, and that's John. How are you, mate? Not too bad in yourself. Yeah, good. He's just positioning his camera in the right direction. How's that? Yep, perfect, mate. I think that's the first time I've seen your full profile because normally I get the chin and up the nose look when you're um, on the right group. Pretty handsome, full, full-on profile, I'm telling you. That it is, mate, that it is. Okay, so I've got some questions for you today. Um, first one, why did you want to write your chapter for the book? Oh, because I got conned by my next-door neighbour. Yeah. That's it. Sorry, I was thinking, who's your next-door neighbour? Hey? Who's your next-door neighbour? Candice. Oh, really? Okay, yes, yeah. I think I do remember that because Candice yeah. in the book as well. Yeah, she wrote me. Well, I'm glad she did, mate, because you've been an absolute hoot throughout yeah. the, the process. Oh, what I love you, it. You love it? What, what have you enjoyed about the writing group? Oh, I just enjoyed writing my, my bit. Basically, mate, you sit down and think about your life. Yeah. Which is pretty good where where I've been, where I've come from, to what I am now. Yeah. Quite a journey, so. It is a journey. Your chapter's incredible. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I just thought I'd share it. Yeah, well, thank you for sharing it. Now, you haven't read any of the other chapters yet because I've kept them all a secret. Yeah, no. Yeah. Are you looking forward to reading the book? Um, in a way, I'm a bit hesitant to read it. With them. I really haven't done anything spectacular in my life. Yes, you have. And I know there's some authors there that have done really some awesome stuff in their lives, you know what I mean? You, you've done amazing things in your life. Don't underestimate your chapter. It's on with everyone else's. I mean, what you've achieved and accomplished, um, you know, pat yourself on the back uh, for I that. that. But you get to a certain stage of your life and you really think you've accomplished certain things and you don't get that. You know what I mean? Yeah, look, I know what you mean there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But um, your chapter holds its own. Don't you worry about that in the book. And by the time that um, everyone's listening to this, you will have had your copy sent to you um, in there because we're recording this in July and uh, this is actually being heard in September. So uh, we're, we're about... Oh, two months and two days out from launch day. It's not far. It's exciting. It's exciting. John's about to be a published author. Um, was there something that you wanted to mention in your chapter but you forgot? Mm. No, not really. I think I skipped 
I skimmed most of it. Yep. I don't yep. think I just, I just browse through everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. You've got a so, good overview of your life. Um, yes, yeah, so I thought I'd give people an overview of my life. Yeah. Everyone's journey is different. It is. So everyone's got, chapter's different, everyone's journey is different, and everyone's MS is different. That's right, yeah. So there's not one solution fits all. No, there isn't. And there's not one way of thinking that fits all. So mm, That's right. That's right. Yeah. If you could give a, um, some word of advice to someone that was newly diagnosed, what would it be? Patience. Yeah? How so? Explain what? Depending on what type of MS you have, and obviously with the, new, the newer drugs we have now, mm. they hold it in bay a lot better. Yeah, they and slow down the progression, don't they? It's unbelievable to take the advanced the medical thing there, but when your body slowly gets worse, you've got to start learning new ways of doing things in that. Adapt and modify. Yeah, yeah and modify. And I suppose one good thing about MS, if there is a good thing, nine times out of ten, you slowly degenerate. Yep. So you slowly get to know what service you can have and what, what your body's what, capable of doing, what it isn't anymore. And yeah, it's, it's, and it keeps slowly changing. But let's say if you had a car accident, you wake up the next day. You're a paraplegic. I reckon that'd be that'd even be worse. Yeah, because you've got to you've got to suddenly learn everything all at once. Yeah. Whereas now uh, it happens over a period of time, is what you're saying. So yeah, that's right. You learn the different medical services are available. Or yep. Now we've got the NDIS. They help you out a fair bit into the old system. But let's talk about the NDIS. What do they do for you? Oh, they've done heaps for me. Mm. They let me get out of the house. I've got a job. That's huge. Yeah, That's it's pretty massive. Big. Yeah. I'm, I'm not working at the moment because I've had an incident in my life, but yeah. yeah, so it's pretty good that I've got out. I was president of a little athletics club and soccer, a bit of a soccer coach and stuff like that. So I've yeah. got now. But yeah. then again, I'm, I'm arguing with the NUS now about my new wheelchair. So. Yeah, so it is good in ways and it's bad in other ways. So it's just there's faults in every system, but you know, if it's giving you community participation and uh, out of the house, and you've got support workers coming in to help you, you have someone that comes in and and helps you at home, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And what do so they do for you at home? I've got two carers that come in the morning. Yeah, and they get me out of bed. Then I get a care, two carers at night time to put me back to bed. They cook um, your breakfast and your dinner? Yeah, yeah. Um, and whatever else I need during the daytime. What do you have for breakfast? Because I asked Lachlan this the other day when um, I was chatting to him. What do you get on your cooking for breakfast? Porridge. Ah, he bacon and eggs. Oh, no, eggs on toast. He doesn't have the bacon, that's right. He gets eggs on toast every morning. Yeah, <laughs> That'd be awesome. Well, you could do that too. You just got to get this. Yeah, no, I like me just porridge, something simple. Yeah, yeah. Get me porridge, and I head off to the coffee shop and have me coffee. Oh, there you go, out and about. And so, do you go out? So your chairs are obviously motorized. 
Yeah, it's motorised. And my last chair, which was only three years old, only about about just um, just over eight thousand kilometres. Oh, those figures just astound me. How long did it take you to crack up eight thousand k in a chair? Three years. Wow. Yeah, lost done. Lost done six. No, what's he done? Oh, no, you'll have to listen to his podcast. Yeah. I don't remember if it's 3,000 or 6,000. I only interviewed him yesterday. But, you know, MS brain fart here. Um, he's done an amazing amount in 18 months yeah. um, in there. And because I said, when he told me how many, he told me how many Ks he'd done, I said, oh, no, that's right. I looked at his scooter. So this is in a scooter. And I looked at the tyres and I went, oh, is that a really new scooter? Because, like, it's in mint condition and we call it the yellow flash because yeah. it's yellow. And um, I said to him, is this a new scooter? He goes, oh, no, no, I've had this. I can't remember if it was 18 months or a couple of years or whatever it is. I said, geez, your tyres are holding out well. He goes, they're my third set of tyres. And I'm like, oh, oh. so the tyres are what we're through. Is that the same yeah. on your chair? No, everything. Everything. But it just been so last one got trashed. And I've used it everywhere. Now I'm arguing with it. Now the Indians want me to um what do they say? I was trying to get a chair that lasts longer than three years, but that's when you're <laughs> using it every single day and yeah. racking up that many kilometers, they're not designed to last forever. No, not even a semi rural area. So the roads aren't the best. Oh, it's yeah. And it's not as if you can't. I know that you said in your chapter, and we'll we'll spill the beans a little bit on this. Um, someone actually said to you, "Don't use it as much." Yeah, that was in the old state funding. I'm just blown away. And as you say in your chapter, that's like someone you know, don't walk as much, or don't put your sneakers on and and go for a walk, kind of thing. It's it's the same thing. That's just. It's just r- rude and wrong on every every account. Well, uh, well, obviously in that chapter you'll find out other things that have happened yeah. that was rude and wrong too. I know, I know. Your chapter's remarkable, absolutely remarkable and very well written. So it was a pleasure um, reading. Uh, all. Yeah, so now change me as a person in this. I, th- I think it just won't get anyone to change you. Yeah, it does. Do you think it'll change you for the better or for the worse, mate? Oh, it changed me for the better. How so? Oh, I don't know, more empathetic. More uh, yeah, more empathetic and more understanding of people. Yeah. So when I was younger, I was a bit arrogant, but that might have been me Dutch too. Well, that's kind of Dutch in your age. And the fact that you're male as well. So, you know, three combinations in there. Uh, (laughs) It's a big winning combination. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're a lot more humble now, that's for sure, and you've been an absolute pleasure to work with um, through this process. What did you find about that you liked about the writing group? He's thinking there's a long pause. He's hoping he, he likes something about the writing group. I'm just thinking about it now. Do you miss us? Because we did spend a lot of time over that six weeks. Yeah, I don't know if I miss it. I, uh, I get 
frustrated. Yeah. Because there's so many different personalities in a group. Yeah. And and I'm just a laid back sort of guy. Go, whatever happens. Yeah, happens. you never you never really spoke too much. You let all the girls do the talking because um, with only having the three guys um in the book and. And that's the thing as well. I mean, MS affects more women than than men, as we oh. know. And those numbers were very prevalent when um, you were all submitting in, if you could be in the book, and yeah. far more women. I don't know if that means that women are, you know, right more, but um, it was definitely more, there are more women in the book. Um, out of the 26th authors, three of them are men and the other 23 are, are females in there. And you've all got different types of MS. What's your MS at the moment? Uh, I've really got no idea. Probably the one says it's progressive, the other is remitting, relapsing. So I'm just happy to bathe the way I am. I'm not getting any worse, not getting any better. Are you on any disease-modifying therapies, John? I'm on a new one now, and it's a tablet, and I don't know what it's called. It's okay. a tablet I take for seven days, I think. Oh, I don't know that one. And then, I, then I have a break of it for a month, then I've got to go back on it for another seven days. Ah. Four months. A trial? Are you on a trial? Or? No, it's not a trial. It's, yeah. it's okay. not a trial. I don't know what it's called, but. I'll give that a go. I'm not getting any worse, so yeah, it was on. That's a bonus. Nearly a familgamide, I think it was called. But my neurologist told me I had to get off that. And we chat. We tend to listen to them, don't we? Oh, yeah, I'm not an African. They're the geniuses. Yeah, they're the ones that um are paid to have our best interest at heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, as you well, back to the. No, I didn't say much because there was nothing really much to say. You took a lot in. Yeah, I just listened to everyone. That was it. Yeah. And occasionally contributed when I asked you questions. <laughs> yeah, well, no, the rest of it put me fat gobby on. We, we were always interested on what, because you were always in bed by that time, at the meeting yeah. time. We are always wondering what you were eating for dinner because you used to sit there and eat your dinner with us. No, desserts, biscuits. That's right, the biscuits. Milk arrowroot, weren't they? That's the ones. Milk arrowroot. <laughs> I, I, I used to I, say about the crumbs in the bed. <laughs> oh, the care workers can clean that. Or my partner, I don't care. It won't be me. But I, I go in a self sense of think it's healthier, having biscuits without any chocolate on it and that, but I know it's not. But. <laughs> You just stay with with that logic. We like that logic. That's what I do, stuff that I don't. As long as it makes you happy, mate, that's all that matters. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So um, any plans on writing anything in the future? There's that pause. I don't know. You don't know? Writer, so I don't think so. I'm really not. I've got weird ideas in my head, but I don't I don't think I'd, I'd have the patience to be a writer. That's fair enough. Well, we're glad yeah. that you contributed to our book. Yeah, no, I, I, I did enjoy it. It was fun. That's good. I've got, got, got a few smiles out of it. You wait till you tell people that you're a published author, mate. Oh, mate. What? Like, 
And if we go, if we get this as an Amazon bestseller, you'll be able to say, I'm an Amazon best-selling author. Well, that's something I freaking aim for, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It is. So if you want to help John become an Amazon best-selling author out there in uh, podcast land or on uh, YouTube, if you're watching it, uh, then please uh, look at resiliencemindset.com.au or on Amazon. Barnes and Noble uh, for Whispers of Resilience, our MS stories, and download it, buy a paperback copy, put it on your Kindle. It'll be available everywhere and um, not straight away, but we are working at getting it on Audible as well. So, uh, John, is there anything else that you want to uh, say to the listeners? I hope you enjoy reading all the the, uh, chapters. Yep. Well, hopefully you learn something about MS. And, yeah, and I, I personally don't be embarrassed you've got it. No, no. Just, you see, I've known so many people, they're so embarrassed that they've got it. You know, just tell It is what it is. We can't change it. Don't, you can't change it. You can't fight it. No. Except that you've got it and then you don't have to put the energy into being so angry. That's right. Once you know what's wrong with you, that helps. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. Then you can get your head around it. It's when you don't know um, that that's where it's scary, when you yeah. don't know what's wrong but you know that there's something wrong and no one else on the outside world can see it but you know that you don't feel right in your body. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's frustrating, scary. Especially at the early stages when you trip over or you go to the pub and they think you're already drunk and you haven't even freaking had a drink yet. Drunk yet, a drink yeah. yet. One of the girls, um, she wrote that she was a courier um, driver and um, she tripped up a gutter out the front of the pub on a Monday morning at 9am and she hadn't had a drink. And uh, so she writes about that in one of her, in oh. one of the chapters. So. That is so true. Yeah. And then there's another guy, um, he's had a fall recently on the footpath out the front and strangers have stopped in the car and picked him up off the footpath. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah, I find a lot of people are helpful. Yeah, they are generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives um a little bit more hope for humanity, doesn't it? I think so. There are nice people out there. Yeah, there are. Yeah, we're always willing to give you a hand. Yeah. but the thing is, as well, is we need to actually swallow our pride and ask for help. Yeah, that was the hardest part, mate. Yeah. You do mention that in your chapter too. Yeah, yeah. Swallowing your pride. And, yeah. And mate, that's one of the reasons why you haven't got as many blokes come up too. Might be. Because mm. us blokes, we're hopeless talking about our emotions. Really? I don't think I know that all people out there in uh, listening uh, land know that either. Oh, they do. We're hopeless. Well, I'm so glad that you actually shared all of yours on your 3,000 words in the chapter. It has been an absolute pleasure working with you, John, over the last, it's been about three months now, hasn't it? Must be. It doesn't seem it's gone that long. I know. It's just, yeah, totally gone so, so fast. When you all started and I said you had to write 3,000 words, you're like, no, we can't. But you all did. Yeah. 
did. So um, so proud of each and every one of you and, and for contributing into the book. And for those that are purchasing the book, just remember that 25% of the sales are going back to MS Research because we want to cure, don't we, mate? We sure do. Yeah. So not Maybe. just us, but future generations don't have to go what we go through what we've been through. Maybe yeah. for future generations. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It likes to say, wouldn't it be nice that this book actually becomes a history book down the track? And it's like, oh, people used to have this, but they don't have it anymore. Yeah, like a few other diseases that we don't really have anymore. That'd be great. Yeah. Like polio. Yes. Yeah. 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 Wouldn't it be amazing? Won't it be amazing when that happens? Oh, it'd be, it'd be awesome. Yeah, it will. Anyway. Yep. Why we can unlock the disease of MS, I'll unlock a few other diseases too. My mum always said, because my mum had MS, she used to say when they find the cure for the common cold, they will find the cure for everything. That was her yep. philosophy, and I think she might be right. I think she's on or something there. I yeah, I do too. They're all they're all linked. They're all yeah. linked there somewhere that they are. Yep. Yeah. Push. Yeah. Well, thank you, John, for your time today and coming on and having a chat on the podcast and vlogcast and um, sharing your little bit of insight into your chapter. You look like you're sitting there now in the sun. I sure am. Getting some winter sun. It's, it's the best room in the winter. Oh well, we've got cloud here. Got to love living in Victoria in winter. <laughs> Could be worse. Could live in South Australia. Too cold. <laughs> no, too cold, you reckon? Too cold in winter, too hot in summer. And we've actually got an author from in the book who's from South Australia. So um, probably the same thing. Cold in winter, hot in summer. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But anyway, thank you for your time. And once again, listeners, if you are looking at purchasing Whispers of Resilience, our MS stories, you can download or purchase that through resiliencemindset.com.au on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, you name it, it'll be out there. Um, And all the details will be in the show notes. So until the next episode, you all make sure that you stay healthy. Bye. Are you ready to be inspired? Get ready for the book that will touch your heart and ignite your spirit. Whispers of Resilience, Personal Stories of Living with MS is now available for purchase. Have you ever wanted to peek into the lives of individuals who have triumphed over adversity? Look no further. This highly anticipated anthology brings together a group of exceptionally talented authors, all living with multiple sclerosis, who share their personal journeys with unyielding honesty and vulnerability, At www.resiliencemindset.com.au, you can now secure your copy of this remarkable book that captures the essence of resilience, hope, and the power of the human spirit. Dive into the stories that will captivate your imagination and open your heart to the triumphs and challenges faced by these courageous individuals. With each turn of the page, you'll witness the unbreakable spirit of these authors, as they navigate the unpredictable terrain of Ms. Their Words will inspire you, uplift you, and remind you of the incredible strength that lies within. Visit www.resiliencemindset.com.au now and embark on a transformative journey through the pages of Whispers of Resilience. Get your copy today, 